0: Have you ever started a business around the same exact time that someone else has started a business? This could be a friend, a mentor, a business bestie, a colleague, or maybe it's just someone you know online. Maybe it's not even a business, maybe it's just a brand, right, and then you look 10 months later, a year later, maybe two years later, and you just think, wow, this person has built such an engaged, blossoming community. And their brand is just so well loved. It's amazing. And, and money, it just seems like it just it just seems like it comes to them so freaking easily. They're launching these amazing products and programs and people are buying them and, and, and it's just like, it's just like their brand has just taken off. And then you look at yourself and you just think, "Wow, I'm in the exact same place that I was a year ago, or whenever it was that you guys started. Why is it that it seems like everyone around me is seeing success, is so freaking successful, but I'm not? Why is it that people that have launched their businesses around the same time that I have are seeing these incredible leaps in their life we know the exact same strategies. We know, I'm not do the exact same things as them. I'm just as good as them. So why are they more successful? And I'm still struggling. I'm still barely getting by. And today, that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. So I know you guys last episode, I was being my typical goofy self, you know, just having a lot of fun. And it was pretty much because, you know, this episode we're going to have today was actually supposed to be the first episode, but I didn't want to start off so serious. I wanted to have a little bit of fun, but I think it's time to really talk about that big elephant in the room. Something that I feel like is really bothering a lot of people, but they're just not talking about it. And what I want to do is I really want to just demystify why it is that there are people around us have started this same exact time that we did that are way further along that are way more successful than us. But we still feel stuck where we started originally. That's what I want to decode today. So, guys... This episode is probably gonna be the episode that is going to change your life. As a result, I want you to go ahead right at this moment, put this on pause, y'all, go and get you know, your popcorn, your tea, your coffee, whatever you need, because you're gonna wanna make sure that you're tuning in the whole entire way. Matter of fact, go and get your notebook, because the stuff we're gonna be talking about today is going to be game-changing. Let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Celebrity, hosted by me, your head business bestie in charge of holding you accountable to your dreams. My name is Natasha Saleh, and this podcast is all about how to find the confidence to step into the next level version of you that is capable of creating your red carpet life, a business you love, and an irresistible personal brand. It's time to step out of the shadows, babe, and into the spotlight. It's time for you to get paid to build the legacy you want to be known for. So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So to kick off this monumental first episode, I thought it would be great if for today's show we could talk about the number one thing, aka the number one factor that shapes and determines your destiny and how successful you are able to become. Okay, so if you're feeling stuck in your life in your business and you're just wondering how much longer do I have to deal and be in my current story or situation that you're in right now, today we're talking about identity and how it determines your destiny. And for those of you guys who've been subscribed to me for a while, you know that I talk about this a lot and it's mainly because between studying the habits and journeys of many successful women, men, influencers, and entrepreneurs out there and just looking back at my own journey the one thing that has come up as the key factor in achieving crazy success whether it be making six figures growing to that seven figure mark being able to go from making two thousand dollars a month to seven thousand dollars a month leaving your nine to five and not having to return back finding joy fulfillment whatever that is for you whatever that next level is for you the key factor to making that happen in your life is your identity Okay, and the common thread that separates successful people from those who aren't is that those that are successful have had a transformation or shift in identity. And this shift has allowed them to really unlock a kind of magical power that's inside themselves that allows them to achieve anything they desire and want in life. And today, I really want to talk about how you can start unlocking that magical power within yourself. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about what identity actually is, how your current identity is keeping you stuck at the level of success that you're currently seeing right now at this moment, and also how making a shift in your identity can create monstrous shifts in your destiny and the kind of success you're able to achieve, okay? And at the end, I'm going to share with you how through identity transformation, you know, helped Oprah really find and leverage her true calling to build the massive empire that we see today. Okay, so first up, what is identity? Okay, so let's just get this out the way. What is identity? Identity is a belief that you have about who you are right now in this very moment. It's the way that you see yourself. And the way that you see yourself affects your destiny. Okay, I remember when I first started researching the power of identity, all right, I was running my business, you know, I was overwhelmed, and I was really feeling like my business was more so running me than I was actually running it, I was just underpaid and overworked. And I stumbled upon this guy named Adam Koo. You know, he really broke down how identity affects your life in such a simple way that it made me realize how much more energy and effort I needed to put into reshaping my identity versus putting so much energy into trying to make money and sales. Now, I know this sounds really, really weird, but I found that by focusing more on this simple factor around identity... I made more money focusing on this than focusing on actually getting the sales. Because for those of you guys who all know, when you're, you know, you're in your first, second, third year business, wherever, if you feel like you're struggling, you're mainly focusing on the money, honey, right? And that can actually hurt your business more so than anything. So you really want to actually focus on something else if you want to be more effective and that's your identity. Okay. So this pretty much just wraps up what identity is. It's just simply how you view yourself. So now let's just talk about how identity is keeping you stuck at the level of success that you're currently seeing right now, okay? So here's what Adam Koo said. The way you see yourself, which is your identity, affects the way you think you can or cannot do. So it affects what you think you can or cannot do. This in turn affects what you want in life, aka your goals and your standards, and then what you want will affect what you do and the kinds of actions you take right? And finally, your actions will determine your results and ultimately your destiny. So the way you see yourself shapes what you really believe is possible for you and what you feel you are actually worthy of, okay? So for example, if you're someone who puts out a new product or program, okay, and you create all these big plans over the month for your big, massive launch, you know it's going to do well and you're just preparing for it, right? And then somehow, you end up quitting a weekend because you just get discouraged, right? This has been the story for a lot of women that I've spoken to is that they have these big plans to launch this product or this program. But after a week or two, they start giving up because they just don't see that the results that they were seeking, right? And this happens to a lot of people, okay? Maybe you're not getting the sales you desire. Maybe you realize there is someone out there, a competitor doing exactly what you're doing. And so you feel like, there's just no point, right? Maybe you've failed so many times before. So you're like, how can I possibly win this time, right? And the reason why you're quitting is because of your belief of who you think you are, and what you believe is capable. Okay, there's a quote by um, Malala you uh, Savzai, that says that we cannot succeed if half of us are held back. And when we have a belief that who we are says that what we want isn't 100% guaranteed to us, that is exactly what we do, okay? We try to succeed with only half of us in the game. OK, and this pretty much causes that belief that if we don't try our hardest, if we're not all in, then if we fail, uh, it's no biggie, right? It's no biggie. Because if we just didn't try that hard, you know, there's no reason to be upset that we failed. We just didn't try that hard, right? That's kind of that, you know, uh, self-sabotaging, you know, belief and behavior we kind of put in our lives because we all know, right, that nothing would be more frightening than for us to try our hardest and just fail, right? It's so much easier to, to accept that, oh, I failed because I just, you know, didn't try that hard, right? It's also the belief that we've had so many failures before. How dare we even think that this one thing that we're so passionate about today can actually even work out? OK, and even when we think we've shed those beliefs, there's a part of us so weighed down by society's perceptions of us that we're operating in our life and our business from an identity that isn't even of our own. So if any of this resonated with you so far, well, then that means you've gotten to this place where you don't even fully trust yourself. Right. You don't even fully lean into your intuition and you don't really 100 percent trust your inner authority. Okay, so what I want you to think about is how did you really get to this sunken place where you trust other people's perception of you more than you trust your perception of yourself? Okay. And I'm here to tell you why that is and, you know, where your identity really comes from in the first place. Okay. So part of our identity is shaped from our parents and our upbringing. Okay. So your parents have scars, limiting beliefs, and fears that they have learned from their parents. So everything your parents learned, they pass it down to you. Right. And you carry that. You carry any limiting beliefs and fears that they have. Okay, but when you think about it from a generational perspective, not only do you carry your parents' scars, limiting beliefs and fears, things that they've, you know, discovered in their own journey, but you also carry each generation before that. So your grandparents, your great grandparents, and you really hold on to all of that. You attach that to yourself, even the ones that aren't even relevant to today's culture and lifestyle, you still hold on to those outdated beliefs. And it's this that has shaped your identity and controls what you believe is capable for you, okay? So it's this, and it's like, you know, your current, or your, I mean, your past and previous failures, okay? And as Adam Ku said, your current identity affects what you think you can or cannot do. This in turn affects what you want in life, AKA your goals and standards. And then what you want in life will affect what you do and the kinds of actions you take. Finally, your actions will determine your results and ultimately your destiny. So the results you are currently seeing in your business are a reflection of who you think you are. The success that you are currently seeing in your business is also a reflection of who you think you are. The kind of breakthrough that you're able to have in your life and in your business is a reflection of who you think you are. Okay, so before we jump into the next segment, I want to share with you a bit about my own journey and my personal struggles with self-identity and how I almost became homeless over it, okay? So for much of my life, I've had a really poor self-identity. I was the kind of person that believed I had to do everything perfectly and that like one mistake would just ruin my life forever. Like I really believed I could not make mistakes and it just really came from this really like, uptight, really strict upbringing, okay? And so I believed I always had to have a plan B because that's what my parents taught me. They taught me not to believe fully in plan A and I needed to have a plan B, C, D. I needed to have a plan all the way up to Z okay, and it was because there's always a probability of failure that they warned me that I needed to prepare for, right, and so now that I've, you know, now that I've been out there a bit, I've flown from the nest, and I've, you know, really cultivated my own identity and just, you know, cultivated my own experiences, you know, what's happened is, is now that I am successful, I've looked back, right, and when I think about it now, it just sounds crazy, right? The whole like thing about prepare for failure, right? So what I want you guys to understand is that knowing all of the risks, that's one thing, okay? But allowing yourself to believe you could possibly fail before you've even begun is something entirely different. So for example, you take a basketball team, right? The players don't go in the game preparing to fail, They know the risk. They know they could get hurt. They know they could get their asses beat, right? But they don't prepare to fail before they go out on the court. If they lose the game, they just lose the game. But they know that their odds are so much greater if they prepare to win. They don't go, oh, I know there's a huge chance we're going to fail. We're going to lose. No, they're like, we're going to win right? So they go out there like champs. So I had this mindset that things were only easy for people that are lucky, rich, special. And while I do come from an African American family that has generational wealth, I definitely wouldn't say that we were rich. And never in my life have I ever felt lucky or special. In fact, I've always felt like I had to work so much harder than everyone else to see success. And I always felt like I better not believe in my idea too much because there's always a chance I could fail. And so I really felt like, eh, I just need to, to have one foot out just in case, right? Just in case. And so when I operated from this place, I played really small in my life. I took actions that I believed were the safe bet, right? The actions that weren't too risky. I overanalyzed every opportunity, choice, decision. I had plan B, C, and my bank account reflected what I thought. My bank account reflected what I thought of myself. My opportunities reflected what I thought of myself. My life reflected that. How happy or miserable I was reflected that, okay? And it wasn't until I was on the verge of homelessness that I even began doing the work on my identity. And it wasn't necessarily by choice either. I had reached a crossroad where I had to shift into the version of myself that could get the success I desired or else, right? Or else I would become homeless, okay? So to put it frank, all of my marketing and design clients just so happened to drop off all at the same time and I was broke. I didn't really have a social media following, I wasn't building my brand, I wasn't really putting myself out there And so I once my clients were gone, I was pretty much screwed. And for those of you guys who don't know when unless you're working with like a ton of clients, when you're working with like three or four top clients, like high end clients for several years at a time, word of mouth is pretty slow (laughs) because you haven't worked with that much people, that many people. And so basically, um, there's not like 30, 40, 50 people spreading the word about you. Okay, so I had to figure out what I needed to do, who I needed to become, or else I was going to lose everything, okay? And so once I made that decision that I was going to step into my queenliness and I was going to own my queendom, over the next seven days, I became the woman that didn't question what was possible for her, that had unwavering faith that she could make the money she needed to pay her bills, that believed in her inner inner authority, and that stepped fully into her queenliness, okay? And guess what happened? I signed five new clients. I paid my rent and I survived. And from that day on, I had consistent income each month in my business. I never had a dry month. Not only... Did I launch my coaching business then? But I also re signed with a couple of freelancing clients that I had previously stopped working with, and I started making between $7,000 and $10,000 a month. Okay. I launched a course that generated income, and I sold more ebooks than previously before. So I shifted my identity and accepted full and complete responsibility and control over my destiny. I believed that anything I wanted was guaranteed to me. And by doing that, I discovered my power. Okay, so today I'm here to tell you how powerful you are, and that I'm giving you full permission to relish in that power and assume full responsibility and control over your life, to know that it's okay to decide that you want something and be a hundred percent certain that you are guaranteed to receive it. But to do that and to see sustainable success, happiness, and glory within your life, it starts with the transformation. In your identity. And this transformation is a requirement for your success. Because once you have defined your identity, you can harness the power of it to create a powerful and profitable personal brand that will really allow you to show up and be the thought leader that you so much desire to be. Okay, so remember, the way you see yourself, which is your identity, affects affects the things you think you can or cannot do. This in turn affects what you want in life, aka your goals and standards. And then what you want will affect what you do and the kinds of actions you take, okay? And finally, your actions will determine your results and ultimately your destiny. So now let's go ahead and jump into the third and final segment, Beyond just talking about how making a shift in your identity can create huge positive shifts in your destiny and the kind of success you're able to achieve, I want to talk about a real life example. Let's talk Oprah. Okay, so Oprah talks a lot about how she has struggled with assuming her own identity as a talk show host and a businesswoman, and how knowing who you are is a crucial key to living at your highest level of success. So I wanna talk about that in a second. But before we get to that, what I first wanna talk about is actually (laughs) Sedman. So I'm gonna return back to Oprah in just a second. Okay, guys, so we all know Stedman, right? He's a successful entrepreneur, he's a best-selling author, and we also pretty much know him to be Oprah's man, right? He wrote a book called Identity, Your Passport to Freedom, where he not only talks about how identity is the passport to freedom, but also success as well. So I remember last year when he launched this book, um, Forbes did like an article on him, and while I'm reading the book myself, I'm actually just getting started, a lot of what I'll be quoting today, you know, from this point on will be coming from the Forbes article I read a year ago. I really kind of just want to discuss it. So according to Stedman, this was in Forbes, in order to achieve true freedom and success in your life, one must move from a follower to a leader, from a consumer to a producer, and from a slave to an owner. To do this, Stedman says, people must break the barriers that society has placed on them in order to control their lives. This is what we were talking about before. Right. And the secret to breaking free, according to, you know, Stedman, is that you have to take control of your own development. Okay, so in order to do this, a person must first figure out who they really are, create a vision of where they want to go and then put a process and structure in place to actually get them there. Okay, and doing this really dictates the development a person needs in life. And really quickly before I continue, I just want to thank Louis Efron for, for writing this because you've made it so much easier than me having to really just go through and sum up the book, okay? So um, basically, according to Stedman, we must escape external labels defined by family, friends, and other relationships in our life. So if you don't know who you are, the person, your talents, your skills, your passions, or your abilities, then you really have no starting point. If you learn how to take charge of planning your life, you can shape your own future, focus on what you do best, and contribute value to, suci- to society, okay? And then lastly, what he talks about is how we're programmed at an early age to work hard, okay? But when we look back in life, we find we have no more in the end than we had in the beginning oh my god can we pause on this for a second I know so many of you guys feel like this like man I've been working so long on this on my business on improving my life and I feel like I don't really have much more now than I did in the beginning right so if your business feels like a nightmare it doesn't feel too much different than that nine to five that also was a nightmare right and that's really the problem it's like why are we working to only be in the same position that we were before. And the secret to changing this dynamic, as Stedman says, is self-mastery and self-development, okay? And these processes provide a chance to think and contemplate life and the direction you want to go. It starts with having a belief in yourself, in your own abilities, then working on those abilities so you can become even more confident in doing them. The universe will begin to give you everything you want if you begin to build it for yourself. People must avoid becoming a victim in life. Alrighty, so now let's go ahead and return back to Oprah. Okay. So in 2017, she delivered a commencement speech at the Smiths College. And she, what she did was, is she talked about her secret to her success. And she said that the secret to her success was number one, providing service to others. And so if you're listening to this, you already know you're, that's what you're doing because, you know, we're all about making a massive impact. I know that you wouldn't be listening if you didn't want to make a massive impact. So number one is providing service to others. That was her first secret. And number two was providing service to others through her own self-discovery. And it was in this speech that she referenced best-selling author Gary Zukav, who believes that you have to be aware of what you're good at and and what you are therefore meant to do. And that's what you're in service of. And Oprah says that basically it was when she decided to not just be BTV, right? It was when she decided to only do shows that were in in alignment with her truth that is when she started to become extremely successful. And in order to figure out her truth, she had to first figure out who she was. She had to get total clarity around her own identity and why she was here to contribute and what that contribution looked like. So, I want you to be like Oprah. Your life isn't limited to or cursed by the past experiences and previous failures and results you've had. It's not your responsibility to stay loyal to these past experiences or your current situation that you're in. By mastering yourself, right, and the belief you have over self love, you can master the world. Okay, so I want you to ask yourself these questions. Who are you really? What version of you are? Are you meant to be that can achieve the success you desire? What is the CEO version of you really like, right? Who is she? You know, who is a version of you that doesn't take no for an answer? What kinds of bold action is she taking that you're actually afraid to do right now? That's what I want you to ask yourself. So pull out a journal, guys, and just write this down. Get clear with who she is. Then step into your queendom and go be her. Go be her. So I hope that answered your question. If you've been wondering why are these people that have started the same exact time that I have way more successful than me and I'm still struggling, really guys, it all just comes down to an identity shift. It comes down to that these people have made a massive identity shift that you have yet to make. And because what they believe is possible is bigger than what you believe is possible, they're seeing bigger, greater and more amazing results. And they've just developed this like grit that are really just allows them to show up consistently. What people don't realize is that consistency is really like a spiritual transformation. It, like a spiritual transformation or some sort of inner transformation has to happen to be able to even just be consistent online. And that's what people don't talk about, right? People say, be consistent, be consistent. But the fact of the matter is, is that when you're buried in self-doubt, or you don't have confidence, when you're scared, you don't feel brave, right? You don't even have the courage. How can you be consistent when every single second of the day or every other day, you're completely doubting yourself, right? Let's just think about for a moment about the people that we know that just even just show up apologetically as themselves, right? That in itself, to be able just to show up without fear or care about what other people think requires a spiritual transformation. It's not just about just do. You have to cleanse that, you know, old identity in order to make way for a new one, one that is capable of really showing up as a leader, one that's really capable of just being yourself without caring or worrying about what other people think. So when we think about people like, you know, like, Angie Lee or or just other people that we know that are just absolutely just killing it, right? That are just, you know, so brave in who they are, right? Or just think about anyone else you know online, Cardi B, whatever, who's just brave in, in, in who they are. To get to that point requires a spiritual transformation within ourselves, requires an identity shift. And the crazy thing about this is that we are so, so oblivious to how much we need this shift we just assume it's easy. When, but it's not easy. And the reason why it's not easy is because a lot of times the shifts we need to make, the things that are we're still holding on to, we're so close to being us. We're so close to it. We're we're so used to being us that sometimes we can't even see the change we need to make in ourselves in order to be able to show up as our true selves you know the way we are with like our best friends right like a lot of us don't show up that way we don't show up in the way that we show that we show up for our friends this bubbly vibrant version of ourselves we hold we hold ourselves back and wonder constantly you know am i doing things that make me seem like the expert or am i doing things that make me seem like a complete fool and oftentimes it's the the latter which is what makes you more successful is showing up and being 100% you yet most of us are completely incapable of doing that in our current identity. Alrighty, so if you want help with figuring out what the shifts you need to make to become her, what I want to do is I want to talk more about this. Let me know your guys's thoughts and I want to talk more about these shifts. Let's, let's talk about these shifts of who you need to become. And that's pretty much it you guys for today's episode. But before you sign off, I want to keep the conversation going. Let me know your thoughts. Do you agree with everything I talked about today? Or do you see things maybe a little bit differently, maybe totally differently? Whatever the case may be, tweet me at Natasha Soleil or Instagram me at Natasha Soleil. And that's N-A-T-A-S-H-A-S-O-L-A-E. And before we say our final goodbyes, I just wanna thank my wonderful engineer and music producer, Archie Beats for making today's episode possible. You can find him on IG, just search Archie Beats. I've also listed his information down in the show notes. All right, well, that's it, guys. Until next time, I will see you later, loves. Bye-bye.